0: I'm Luke Summerhaze, and I love Gibble. In Nintendo games, it's pretty common to come across land sharks. Zelda has them, Metroid has them, even Monster Hunter has them. Extend it beyond sharks and just to fish that swim in the sand, and they're even more common. Obviously, these kind of sand sharks don't exist in the real world, but they also barely seem to exist in mythology or folklore either. In the collection of Japanese stories Kwaidan, there is the same a humanoid land shark, and in Dungeons and Dragons there's the bule or bullet, a kind of shark with legs, but neither of these can really be traced back particularly far into existing folklore. It just seems that somewhere around the gamer generation we decided sharks were too cool to be limited to just the seas and that we wanted to fight them in deserts and on land. Fair enough, I get it. Gibble is a ground and dragon type little shark Pokemon with hands and feet. Its spherical body is little more than a head with a big mouth. But, you know, that's the scariest part of a shark anyway. It reminds me a lot of the Sharktacons from the original 1986 animated Transformers movie. Pokemon Platinum tells us, It attacks using its huge mouth. While its attacks are powerful, it hurts itself out of clumsiness too. Gibble can only be found in a single well-hidden cave in the original Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. But of course it is well worth seeking out. Pokemon Diamond tells us, it nests in small horizontal holes in cave walls. It pounces to catch prey that stray too close. And Pearl tells us it once lived in the tropics. To avoid the cold, it lives in caves warmed by geothermal heat. The name combines nibble, a small type, with that g for the ground typing. Pokemon Ultra Sun tells us it reacts to anything that moves. It flies right at it and bites it. Sometimes it injures itself but it doesn't care too much. On the other hand, the Japanese name Fukumaru combines shark and round, for a much cuter little association. The Pokémon doesn't stay round and cute, however. At level 24, Gible evolves into Gabite. Gabite has more dinosaur-like proportions, and some sensory organs on the side of its head, not unlike those on a boat or a hammerhead shark. It has a mean expression, and tooth-like blades and spikes are starting to sprout all over its body. Sharks are well known for having a ridiculous number of teeth going far back inside their mouth. They are also known for many other things, unfortunately including things which lead to their hunting and finning in some parts of the world. Pokemon Diamond tells us, There is a long-held belief that medicine made from its scales will heal even incurable illnesses. Gabite is much more of a dragon than a shark in its behavior. Like Tolkien's Smaug or the many ancient European legends which inspired it, Gabite hoards treasure. Pokémon Y tells us, As it digs to expand its nest, it habitually digs up gems and then it hoards in its nest. Pokémon Ruby tells us, It loves sparkly things. It seeks treasure in caves and hoards the loot in its nest. Ultra Sun tells us, It loves shiny things. When it finds a Sableye trying to catch a carbink, Gabite becomes furiously angry and attacks the Sableye. And Legends Arceus told us, Though Gabite are usually of a violent disposition, when I gave one a glass bead it had been eyeing covetously, it suddenly became quite docile. The name, which is the same in Japanese and English, upgrades from Gibble's little nibble to a full-on bite, with gabari being Japanese for a big bite. That bite can get even bigger when, at level 48, Gabite evolves into Garchomp. Garchomp is a big, lean, sharp-featured dragon with a hammerhead shark face. It has blade-like fins and spikes on its arms, and a long tail, overall resembling a shark with limbs. The Japanese name is Gaburius, combining Big Bite with Victorious or Furious or perhaps Asu. Japanese for Earth. The English name upgrades the bite one more time to a chomp. Pokemon Pearl tells us, It flies at speeds equal to a jet fighter plane. It never allows its prey to escape. And Platinum said, It is said that when one runs at high speeds, its wings create blades of wind that can fell nearby trees. Pokemon Legends Arceus tells us, Soars across the heavens at blinding speed a magnificent sight. It has a feral disposition, utmost caution is required if one meets a Garchomp out in the wilds. Garchomp is fast, but also bulky and strong. From its introduction, and through every subsequent generation, Garchomp has been a top-tier competitive Pokémon, winning all kinds of tournaments. Welcome back to Does Andy Remember Gen 4 Pokémon? and if so does he have any thoughts about him? gibble no gabite oh yes big chompy rock boy is he rock no. dragon dragon rock dragon ground he kind of looks like a big triangle garchomp <laughs> uh, oh yeah that's the big nasty guy he's got a big head and arms and legs and a tail <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I can't, he's got like a big triangular head, isn't he? He's has got a hammerhead shark head, isn't it? Okay, yeah, probably. Oh, was you saying Gabite was the first one? Yeah. No, Gibble, Gabite, Garchomp is the family. Okay. No, I can't, uh, there's there's definitely one missing. I can see one of them, the really small, like, short, shrimpy one, Mm. and I can see the big, tall lad. But I don't remember the other one at all. Well, the middle one's one's always just a middle one, isn't it? It looks like halfway between those two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I I can't say I have any strong thoughts on it. It's not exactly Sharpedo, is it? So, you know. On top of its usefulness in multiplayer, Garchomp is the signature Pokémon of Cynthia, perhaps the most memorably challenging of all the Pokémon champions. She uses Garchomp in every appearance, from the anime to Pokémon Masters, and as if that weren't enough, she can take it to the next level. From the sixth generation onwards, a Garchomp with Garchompite has been able to mega-evolve into Mega Garchomp. Mega Garchomp has even more pronounced weaponry on its arms, and a color pattern and spike combination on its chest mean it resembles one enormous open mouth. Pokemon Moon tells us, Its vaunted wings become scythes, sending it mad with rage. It swings its sides wildly and slices the ground to pieces, while Ultra Moon tells us, Its disposition is more vicious than before its Mega Revolution. Garchomp carves its opponents up with the sides on both arms. Garchomp and Mega Garchomp also appear in Pocket Tournament. And, naturally, it's a dominant force in that game too. Sharks are very cool, even if they are a fear of my good friend Amelia. Recently we've had a run of wacky shark movies, from Sharknado and Sharktopus to the big-budget Statham movie The Meg. I'm still waiting on one that comes close to being as powerful and terrifying as Garchomp. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Arts work for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhaze, and funding is provided by lovely listeners at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Head over there, and even if you don't want to support the show and listen to episodes early, you can find links to the other podcasts I create, including an episode of Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary about The Meg. I love it when you guys get in touch. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Lukelovespkmn, and let me know your thoughts about our next monsters, Riolu and Hippop... 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 Yeah, look forward to me pronouncing that one for a whole episode. Or share your love for any Pokémon. Pokémon Scarlet and Violet are with us, so on Sundays we have bonus episodes about the Pokémon of the Poudreo region also join me friday and saturday nights from 8pm uk time at twitch.tv slash lukelovespkmn for my streams and even if you don't feel like doing any of that thank you so much just for listening i love gimbal and remember i love you too